irreverent, entertaining, cool. You're listening to LA Talk Radio. You can support Sapphire Planet by visiting the online store at sapphireplanet.com. Welcome. Your journey is just beginning. Entering the Sapphire Planet. You are now in the Sapphire Planet. Disneyland is the first of two theme parks built at the Disneyland Resort in Anaheim, California, which opened on July 17th 1955. It is the only theme park designed and built under the direct supervision of Walt Disney. It was originally the only attraction on the property. Its name was changed to Disneyland Park to distinguish it from the expanding complex in the 1990s. Walt Disney came up with the concept of Disneyland after visiting various amusement parks with his daughters in the 1930s and the 1940s. He initially envisioned building a tourist attraction adjacent to his studios in Burbank to entertain fans who wished to visit. However, he soon realized that the proposed site was too small. After hiring a consultant to help him determine an appropriate site for his project, Walt bought a 160-acre site near Anaheim, California in 1953. Construction began in 1954, and the park was unveiled during a special televised press event on the ABC television network on July 17, 1955. Since its opening, Disneyland has undergone a number of expansions and major renovations, including the addition of New Orleans Square in 1966, Bear Country, now Critter Country, in 1972, and Mickey's Toontown in 1993. 
Disney California Adventure Park was built on the site of Disneyland's original parking lot and opened in the year 2001. Disneyland has a larger cumulative attendance than any other theme park in the world, with over 650 million guests since it opened. In the year 2013, the park hosted approximately 16.2 million guests, making it the third most visited park in the world that calendar year. According to a March 2005 report from the Disney Company, there are 65,700 jobs supported by the Disneyland Resort, which includes, at the resort itself, 20,000 direct Disney employees and 3,800 third-party employees, that is, independent contractors or their employees. On July 17, 1955, at 4.43 in the afternoon, Walt Disney made his famous dedication. To all who come to this happy place, welcome. Disneyland is your land. Here, age relives fond memories of the past, and here, youth may savor the challenge and promise of the future. Disneyland is dedicated to the ideals, the dreams, and the hard facts that have created America, with the hope that it will be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. Walt Disney The concept for Disneyland began when Walt Disney was visiting Griffith Park in Los Angeles with his daughters Diane and Sharon. While watching them ride the merry-go-round, he came up with the idea of a place where adults and their children could go and have fun together. Though his dream lay dormant for many years, he may also have been influenced by his father's memories of the World's Columbian Exposition in 1893 in Chicago. His father worked at the exposition. The Midway plans there included a set of attractions representing various countries from around the world and others representing various periods of man. It also included many rides, including the first Ferris wheel, a sky ride, a passenger train that circles the perimeter and a Wild West show. Another likely influence was Menton Harbor, Michigan's nationally famous House of David's Eden's Springs Park. Disney visited the park and ultimately bought one of the older miniature trains originally used there. The colony had the largest miniature railway set up in the world at that time. The earliest documented draft of Disney's plans was sent as a memo to studio production designer Dick Kesley on August 31, 1948, where it was referred to as a 
Mickey Mouse Park, based on notes Walt had made during his and Ward Kimball's trip to Chicago Railroad Fair the same month. With a two-day stop in the Henry Ford Museum and Greenfield, Greenfield Village, a place with attractions like a Main Street and Steamboat Rides, which he had visited eight years earlier. While people wrote letters to Disney about visiting the Walt Disney Studios, he realized that a functional movie studio had little to offer the visiting fans and began to foster ideas of building a site near the Burbank Studios for tourists to visit. His ideas evolved to a small play park with a boat ride and other themed areas. The initial concept, the Mickey Mouse Park, started with an eight-acre area plot across Riverside Drive in Burbank, right across from the Burbanks from the Disney Studios. He started to visit other parks for inspiration and ideas, including Tivoli Gardens in Denmark. Efteling in the Netherlands and Greenfield Village, Playland and Children's Fairyland in the United States. His designers began working on concepts, though the projects grew much larger than the land could hold. Disney hired Harrison Price from Stanford Research Institute to gauge the proper area to locate the theme park based on the area's potential growth. Based on price analysis, for which he would later be recognized as a Disney legend in the year 2003, Disney acquired 160 acres of orange groves and walnut trees in Anaheim, southeast of Los Angeles, in neighboring Orange County. The Burbank site originally considered by Disney is now home to Walt Disney Animation Studios and ABC Studios. Difficulties in obtaining funding prompted Disney to investigate new methods of fundraising, deciding to create a show named Disneyland. It was broadcast on the then-fledgling ABC. In return, the network agreed to help finance the park. For its first five years of operation, Disneyland has owned by Disneyland Inc., which was jointly owned by Walt Disney Productions, Walt Disney, Western Publishing, and ABC. In addition, Disney rented out many of the shops on Main Street USA to outside companies. By 1960, Walt Disney Productions bought out all other shares, a partnership which would eventually lead to the Walt Disney Corporation's acquisition of ABC in the mid-1990s. In 1952, the proposed project had been called Disneylandia, but Disney followed ABC's advice and changed it to Disneyland two years later, when excavation of the site began. Construction began on July 16, 1954, and cost $17 million to complete. The park was open one year and one day later, 
U.S. Route 101, later named Interstate 5, was under construction at the time, just north of the site. In preparation for the traffic Disneyland was expected to bring, two more lanes were added to the freeway before the park was finished. Disneyland was dedicated at an international press preview event held on Sunday, July 17, 1955, which was only open to invited guests and the media. Although 28,000 people attended the event, only about half of those were actually invitees, the rest having purchased counterfeit tickets. The following day, it opened to the public featuring 20 attractions. The special Sunday events, including the dedication, were televised nationwide and anchored by three of Walt Disney's friends from Hollywood, Art Linkletter, Bob Cummings, and Ronald Reagan. ABC broadcast the event live, during which many guests tripped over the television camera cables. In Frontierland, a camera caught Cummings kissing a dancer. When Disney started to read the plaque for Tomorrowland, he read part way, then stopped, when a technician off-camera said something to him, and after realizing he was on air, he said, I thought I got a signal, and began the dedication from the start. At one point, while in Fantasyland, Linkletter tried to give coverage to Cummings, who was on the pirate ship. He was not ready and tried to give the coverage back to Linkletter, who had lost his microphone. Cummings then did a play-by-play of Linkletter trying to find his microphone in front of Mr. Toad's wild ride. Traffic was delayed on the two-lane Harbor Boulevard, Famous figures who were scheduled to show up every two hours showed up all at once. The temperature was an unusually high 101 degrees Fahrenheit. That's 38 degrees Celsius. And because of a local plumber strike, Disney was given a choice of having working drinking fountains or running toilets. He chose the running toilets leaving many drinking fountains dry. This generated negative publicity since Pepsi sponsored the park's opening. Disappointed guests believed the inoperable fountains were a cynical way to sell soda, while other vendors ran out of food. The asphalt that had been poured that morning was soft enough to let ladies' high heel shoes sink into it. A gas leak in Fantasyland caused Adventureland, Frontierland, and Fantasyland to close for the afternoon. Some parents threw their children over the crowd's shoulders to get them on rides, such as the King Arthur Carousel. In later years, Disney and his 1955 executives referred to July 17, 1955 as Black Sunday. 
After the extremely negative press from the preview opening, Walt Disney invited attendees back for a private second day to experience Disneyland properly. The next day, crowds gathered in line as early as 2 a.m. The first person to buy a ticket and enter the park was David McPherson with ticket number two as Roy Disney arranged to pre-purchase ticket number one from Curtis Lineberry, the manager of admissions. However, an official picture of Walt Disney and two children, Christine Vess Watkins, age five, and Michael Schwartner, age seven, inaccurately identified them as the first two guests of Disneyland. Both received lifetime passes to Disneyland that day, and McPherson was awarded one shortly thereafter, which was later expanded to every single Disney-owned park in the world. Approximately 50,000 guests attended the Monday opening day. In September 1959, Soviet Premier Nita Khrushchev spent 13 days in the United States with two requests to visit Disneyland and to meet John Wayne, Hollywood's top box office draw. Due to Cold War tensions and security concerns, he was famously denied an excursion to Disneyland. The Shah of Iran and Empress Farah were invited to Disneyland by Walt Disney in the early 1960s. There was a moderate controversy over the lack of uh, African-American employees in Disneyland, but Disney has come a long way since then. As part of the Casa de Fritos operation at Disneyland, Doritos, Spanish for little golden things, were created at the park to help use old tortillas that were discarded. The Frito-Lay company saw the popularity of the item and decided to sell them regionally in 1964 and then nationwide in 1966. In the late 1990s, work began to expand the one-park, one-hotel property Disneyland Park. The Disneyland Hotel, the site of the original parking lot, and acquired some properties, were earmarked to become part of the Disneyland Resort. At this time, the property saw the addition of the Disney California Adventure theme park, a shopping, dining, and entertainment complex named Downtown Disney, a remodeled Disneyland Hotel the construction of Disney's Grand California Hotel and Spa, and the acquisition and rebranding of the Pan Pacific Hotel as Disney's Paradise Pier. At the time, the park was renamed as Disneyland Park to distinguish it from the larger complex under construction. Because the existing parking lot south of Disneyland was built upon these by these projects, a six-level, 10,250-space Mickey and Friends parking structure 
was constructed in the northwest corner. At the time of its completion in the year 2000, it was the largest parking structure in the United States. The happiest homecoming on earth was an 18-month-long celebration held through 2005 through 2006 of the 50th anniversary of Disneyland Park. Also celebrating Disneyland's milestones throughout Disney Park worldwide. In 2004, the park underwent major renovations in preparing, restoring many classic attractions, notably Space Mountain, Jungle Cruise, and the Haunted Mansion, Pirates of the Caribbean, and Walt Disney's Enchanted Tiki Room. Attractions that had been in the park on opening day had one ride vehicle painted gold, and the park was decorated with 50 golden Mickey ears. The celebration started on May 5, 2005, and ended on September 30, 2006, and was followed by the Year of a Million Dreams celebration, lasting 27 months and ending on December 31, 2008. Disneyland Parks consists of eight themed lands and a number of concealed backstage areas and occupies approximately 85 acres. The park opened with Main Street USA, Adventureland, Frontierland, Fantasyland, and Tomorrowland, and has since added New Orleans Square in 1966, Bear Country, now known as Critter Country in 1972, and Mickey's Toontown in 1993. In 1957, Holidayland, that's right, Holidayland, opened to the public with nine acres. It was recreation area, including a circus and a baseball diamond. Mutt was closed four years later in late 1961. It is often referred to as the lost land of Disneyland. Throughout the park are hidden Mickeys, representations of Mickey Mouse heads inserted subtly into the design of attractions and environmental decor. An elevated berm supports the three-foot narrow-gauge Disneyland radio that circumnavigates the park. Main Street, USA is patterned after a typical Midwest town in the early 20th century. It is a popular myth that Walt Disney derived inspiration from his boyhood town of Marlene, Missouri. But it was actually more closely based on Imagineer Harper Goff's hometown of Fort Collins, Colorado. It is the first area guests see when they enter the park, if not entering by monorail, and it is how guests reach Central Plaza. At the center of the Magic Kingdom, and immediately north of Central Plaza stands Sleeping Beauty's Castle, which provides entrance 
Walt Disney is quoted as saying about Main Street, USA, For those of us who remember the carefree time it recreates, Main Street will bring back happy memories. For younger visitors, it is an adventure in turning back the calendar to the days of grandfather's youth. Main Street, USA is reminiscent of the Victorian period of America with the train station, town square, movie theater, city hall, firehouse complete with a steam-powered pump engine, emporium, shops, arcades, double-decker bus, horse-drawn streetcar, jitneys and other bits of memorabilia. Main Street is also home to the Disney Art Gallery, and the Opera House, which showcases great moments with Mr. Lincoln, a show featuring an audio-atronomic version of the president. There are many specialty stores on Main Street, including a candy store, jewelry and watch shop, a silhouette station, a store that sells Disney collectible items created by various artists, and a hat shop where you have the option of creating your own ear hat, along with a personalized embroidery. At the far end of Main Street, USA, is Sleeping Beauty's Castle and the Central Plaza, also known as the Hub, which is a portal to most of the theme lands. The entrance to Fantasyland is by way of drawbridge across a moat and through the castle. Adventureland, Frontierland and Tomorrowland are arrayed on both sides of the castle. Several lands are not directly connected to the central plaza, namely New Orleans Square, Critter Country, and Mickey's Toontown. The design of Main Street USA uses the technique of forced perspective to create an illusion of height. Buildings along Main Street are built at three-quarter scale on the first level, then five-eighths scale on the second story, and one-half scale on the third story, reducing the scale by one-eighth each level up. Adventureland is designed to recreate the feel of an exotic tropical place in a far-off region of the world. To create a land that would make this dream reality, said Walt Disney. We pictured ourselves far from civilization in the remote jungles of Asia and Africa. Attractions include opening day's jungle cruise, the Temple of the Forbidden Eye, in Indiana Jones Adventure, and Tarzan's Treehouse, which is a conversion of the earlier Swiss Family Robinson Treehouse from the Walt Disney film Swiss Family Robinson. Walt Disney's Enchanted Tiki Room, which is located at the entrance to Adventureland, is the first feature attraction to employ audio animatronics, a computer synchronization of sounds, and robotics. The New Orleans Square is based on 19th century New Orleans, opened on July 24, 1966. It is very popular with Disneyland guests, as it is home to some of the park's most popular attractions, Pirates of the Caribbean and the Haunted Mansion, 
with Nighttime Entertainment in Phantasmic. This area is also the home of the famous Club 33. Frontierland recreates the setting of pioneer days along the American frontier. According to Walt Disney, all of us have cause to be proud of our country's history, shaped by the pioneering spirits of our forefathers. Our adventures are designed to give you the feel of having lived, even for a short while, during our country's pioneer days. Frontierland is home to the Pinewood Indians bands of animatronic Native Americans who live on the banks of the River of America. Entertainment and attractions include Big Thunder Mountain Railroad, the Mark Twain Riverboat, and the sailing ship Columbia, Pirate's Lair on Tom Sawyer Island, and Frontierland's Shooting Exposition. Frontierland is also the home to the Golden Horseshoe Saloon, an Old West-style show palace where the comedic troupe Bill Hilly and the Hillbillies entertain guests. Crater Country, opened in 1972 as Bear Country Jamboree and was renamed in 1988. Formerly, the area was the home to Indian Village, where indigenous tribes people demonstrated their dances and other customs. Today, the main draw of the area is Splash Mountain, a log flume journey inspired by Uncle Remus stories of Joel Chandler Harris and the animated segments of Disney's Academy Award-winning 1946 film, Song of the South. In 2003, a dark ride called The Many Adventures of Winnie the Pooh replaced the Country Bear Jamboree, which closed in 2001. The attraction is still open in Walt Disney's World's Magic Kingdom. Fantasyland is the area of Disneyland which Walt Disney said, What youngster has not dreamed of flying with Peter Pan over moonlit London or tumbling into Alice's nonsensical wonderland? In Fantasyland, these classic stories of everyone's youth have become realities for youngsters of all ages to participate in. Fantasyland was originally styled in a medieval European fairground fashion, but its 1983 refurbishment turned it into a Bavarian village. Attractions include several dark rides, including the King Arthur Carousel and various family attraction. Fantasyland has the most fiber optics in the park. More than half of them are in Peter Pan's flight. Sleeping Beauty's Castle features a walk-through storytelling of Br'er Rose Adventures as Sleeping Beauty. The attraction opened in 1959, was redesigned in 1972, closed in 1992 for reasons of security, and the new installation of pneumatic ram fireworks shell motors for Believe There's Magic in the Stars fireworks show, and reopened in 2008 with new renditions and methods of storytelling and restored work of the Evernon Earl. Mickey's Toontown opened in 1993 
and was partially inspired by the fictional Los Angeles suburb of Toontown in the Touchstones Pictures 1988 release, Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Mickey's Toontown is based on a 1930s cartoon aesthetic and is home to Disney's most popular cartoon characters. Toontown features two main attractions, Gadget's Go Coaster and Roger Rabbit's Cartoon Spin. The city is also home to cartoon characters' houses, such as the house of Mickey Mouse, Minnie Mouse, and Goofy, as well as Donald Duck's boat. The three-foot gauge Jolly Trolley can also be found in this area. Though it closed as an attraction in the year 2003, it is now present only for display purposes. During the 1955 inauguration, Walt Disney de- dedicated Tomorrowland with these words. Tomorrow can be a wonderful age. Our scientists today are opening the doors of the space age to achievements that will benefit our children and generations to come. The Tomorrowland attractions have been designed to give you an opportunity to participate in adventures that are a living blueprint for our future. Disneyland producer Ward Kimball had rocket scientist Warner Von Braun, Wiley Lay, and Heinz Haber serve as technical consultants during the original design of Tomorrowland. Initial attractions include Rocket to the Moon, Astrojets, and Autopia. Later, the first incarnation of Submarine Voyage was added. The area underwent a major transformation in 1967 to become New Tomorrowland, and then again in 1998 when its focus was changed to present a retro-future theme reminiscent of the illustrations of Jules Verne. Current attractions include Space Mountain, Innovations, Captain EO Tribute, Utopia, the Disneyland Monorail Tomorrowland Station, Astro Orbiter, and Buzz Lightyear's Astro Blaster. Finding Nemo Submarine Voyage opened in June 11, 2007, resurrecting the original Submarine Voyage, which closed in 1998. Star Corp Tours was closed in July of 2010 and was replaced with Star Tours The Adventure Continues in June of 2011. Disneyland originated many concepts which have become part of corporate culture of Disney parks as a whole and which in turn spread to its other parks. Most importantly, Disneyland staff uses theatrical terminology to emphasize that a visit to the park is intended to be similar to witnessing a performance. Visitors are referred to as guests and park employees as cast members. On stage refers to any area of the resort that is open to guests. Backstage refers to any area of the resort that is closed to guests. A crowd is referred to as an audience. 
costume is the attire that cast members who perform the day-to-day operations of the park must wear. Show is the resort's presentation to its guests, such as the color and facades of buildings, placements of rides and attractions, costumes to match the land themes. When signing credit card receipts, guests are asked for their autograph. Stage managers are responsible for overseeing the operation of the park. Cast members who are in charge of a specific team are called leads, as in the film or theater lead role. In earlier years, the offices where administration work took place were referred to as production offices. Production schedulers build employee work schedules to meet the necessary workload, while stage schedulers handle day-to-day changes in the work schedule, such as a change in park hours, necessitating a change in everybody's shifts. Each cast member job is called a role. When working in their roles, cast members must follow a script, a code of conduct and approved theme phaseology that cast members may use when at work. The words no and I don't know are notably absent from their scripts. Backstage areas are closed areas of attractions, store and restaurant buildings, as well as outdoor service areas located behind such buildings. Although some of the areas of the park, particularly New Orleans Square, have underground operations and storage areas, there is no park-wide network of subterranean tunnels such that there is at Walt Disney's World Utilidors. There are several points of entry from outside the park to backstage areas. Ball Gate from Ball Road, TDA Gate adjacent to Team Disney Anaheim Building, Harbor Point from Harbor Boulevard, and Winston Gate from Disneyland Drive. Berm Road encircles the park from Firehouse Gate behind the Main Street Fire Station to Egghouse Gate adjacent to the Disneyland Opera House. The road is so called because it generally follows outside the path of Disneyland's berm. A stretch of the road, wedged between Tomorrowland and Harbor Boulevard, is called Schumacher Road. It has two narrow lanes and runs underneath the monorail track. There are also two railroad bridges that cross Berm Road, one behind City Hall and the other behind Tomorrowland. Major buildings backstage include the Frank Gehry designed Team Disney Anaheim, where most of the division's administration currently works, as well as the old administration building behind Tomorrowland. The old administration building additionally houses the Grand Canyon and Primeval World dioramas visible on the Disneyland Railroad. The northwest corner of the park is home to most of the park's maintenance facilities, including company vehicles, service vehicles, parking lot trams, and Main Street vehicles. The scrapyard, 
where the resort's garbage and recyclables are sorted for collection. Circle D Corral, where the resort's horses and other animals are stabled. Parade float storage and maintenance. Distribution center for all resort merchandise. Ride vehicle service areas. The paint shop and the sign shop. Backstage also refers to parts of show buildings that are normally not seen by guests. Backstage areas are generally off-limits to park guests. This prevents the guests from seeing the industrial areas that violate the magic of on-stage and keep them safe from potentially dangerous machinery. Cast members can find some solace while they work or rest as Backstage offers alternate routes between the park's various areas. Photography is forbidden in these areas, both inside and out. The boundary between on and off stage is demarcated at every access point. Everything within a guest's view when a door or gateway is open is also considered on stage. It is from this point that characters start playing their part. That way, when the door is open, guests will not accidentally see a person out of character backstage. Various amenities exist for cast members backstage when they are on breaks, or before or after their scheduled shift. A number of cafeterias, now run by Sodamex Magic, offer discounted meals throughout the day. These include In Between, Behind the Plaza Inn, Eat Ticket, near Team Disney Anaheim Building, behind Mickey's Toontown, and West Sider Grill, located approximately behind New Orleans Square. Partners Federal Credit Union, the credit union for employees of the Walt Disney Company, provide nearly 20 ATMs backstage for cast members, use and maintains an express branch at the Team Disney Anaheim Building. Walt Disney had a long-time interest in transportation, and trains in particular. Disney's passion for the Iron Horse led him to building a miniature live steam backyard railroad, the Carrollwood Pacific Railroad, on the grounds of his Hombly Hills estate. Throughout all the iterations of Disneyland during the 17 or so years when Disney was conceiving it, one element remained constant, a train encircling the park. The primary designer for the park transportation vehicles was Bob Gurr, who gave himself the title of Director of Special Vehicle Design in 1954. Encircling Disneyland and providing a grand circle tour is the Disneyland Railroad, or DRR, a three-foot or 914-millimeter narrow-gauge short-line railway consisting of five oil-fired and steam-powered locomotives. In addition to three passenger trains and one passenger-carrying freight train, originally known as the Disneyland and Santa Fe Railroad, the Disneyland Railroad was presented by the Atchkin, Topeka, and Santa Fe Railways until 1974. 
from 1955 to 1974, the Santa Fe Railway Pass was accepted in lieu of a Disneyland D coupon. How about that? With a three-foot gauge, the most common track gauge used in North America, the track runs in a continuous loop around the Magic Kingdom through each of its realms. Each turn of the 19th century train departs Main Street Station on an excursion that includes scheduled stops at New Orleans Square Station, Toontown Depot, and the Tomorrowland Station. The Grand Circle Tour then concludes with a visit to the Grand Canyon Primeval World dioramas before returning to passengers to Main Street, USA. One of Disneyland's signature attractions is its Disneyland monorail system, Monorail Service, which opened in Tomorrowland in 1959 as the first daily operating monorail train system in the Western Hemisphere. The monorail guideway has remained almost exactly the same since 1961, aside from small alterations while Indiana Jones Adventures was being built. Five generations of monorail trains have been used in the park since their lightweight construction means that they wear out quickly. The most recent operating generation, the Mark 7, was installed in 2008. The monorail shuttle visitors between two stations, one inside the park in Tomorrowland and one in downtown Disney. It follows a two and a half mile long route designed to show the park from above. Currently, the Mark 7 is running with the colors red, blue, and orange. The monorail was originally built with one station in Tomorrowland. Its track was extended and a second station opened at the Disneyland Hotel in 1961. With the creation of Downtown Disney in 2001, the new designation is Downtown Disney instead of the Disneyland Hotel. The physical location of the monorail station did not change, but the original station building was demolished as part of the hotel downsizing and the new station is now separated from the hotel by several downtown Disney buildings, including ESPN Zone and the Rainforest Cafe. All of the vehicles found on Main Street USA, grouped together as Main Street Vehicle Attractions, were designed to accurately reflect turn-of-the-century vehicles, including the three-foot gauge tramway featuring horse-drawn streetcars, double-decker buses, a fire engine, and an automobile. They're available for one-way rides along Main Street, USA. The horse-drawn streetcars are also used by the park entertainment, including the Dapper Dans. The horseless carriages are modeled after cars built in 1903 and are two-cylinder, four-horsepower engines with manual transmissions and steering. Walt Disney used to drive the fire engine around the park before it opened, and it has been used to host celebrity guests and in the parades. Most of the main, original Main Street vehicles were designed by Bob Gore, 
From the late 50s to 1968, Los Angeles Airways provided regular scheduled helicopter passenger service between Disneyland and Los Angeles International Airport and other cities in the area. The helicopters initially operated from Anaheim Disneyland Heliport, located behind Tomorrowland. Service later moved in 1960 to a new heliport north of the Disneyland Hotel. Arriving guests were transported to the Disneyland Hotel via tram. The service ended after two fatality crashes in 1968. The crash in Paramount, California on May 22, 1968, killed 23 people, the worst helicopter accident in aviation history at the time. The second crash in Compton, California on August 14, 1968, killed 21 people. Your journey is now ending. You are now leaving the Sapphire Planet. Goodbye from the Sapphire Planet. Own a piece of the planet. Now you can purchase Sapphire Planet merchandise online at sapphireplanet.com.